Blog Talk Radio. Listeners, we have two very talented ladies on board with us. I've already told you listeners about their film short, Let Live, and now we have both of them on board. We have Olivia Levine, and we also have Erica Rose. And so, ladies, would you like to formally introduce yourselves and tell our listeners what roles and what uh, participation that you have in this wonderful film? Sure. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, my name is Olivia Levine. Um, I am the writer of Let Live, and I also uh, star in the film. Okay. And I'm Eric Rose, and I had the pleasure of directing the all right. Okay. So now I also want to make note that this film will, it's a big weekend coming up for Let Live. It will be screening at the upcoming Tribeca Film Festival on June 11th. Uh, exactly what time will the screening take place? Um, the screening will take place at 545 at the Village East Theater in Manhattan. Oh, wow. Okay, Manhattan. And so after the film, will uh, the two of you be available for Q&A or sign autographs, or, or what would that be like? Uh, yeah, we'll sign some autographs. But no, we're, we're going to be participating in a Q&A okay. uh, with some of the other filmmakers from our block. Now, is this the first time that uh, either one of you have had a film to be a part of Tribeca or what? Uh, no, I have had projects at Tribeca in the past. Uh, I've had documentary projects in, at Tribeca in the past, but this is my first uh, narrative project. Yeah. So, um, is there a narrative project yeah. at Screening at Tribeca. Okay, okay. But this is my first project at Tribeca, so I'm very excited to be a uh, welcome to the festival. Okay. So now that it has happened, or is it everything that you thought it would be, or is it a little bit more than you thought it would be? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, there's certainly a lot of logistics involved in the lead up to a film festival. So uh, that's, you know, that's always a thing. But I think it's, it's incredibly exciting. Um, you know, I, I have family coming in and uh, it's, we have a lot of our class that's going to be there. I think all of our class actually. Um, and uh, we're having a little party after. So I think it's, it's really honestly thrilling and, and kind of a dream to premiere this particular film at Tribeca because, you know, New York is definitely a character in the movie. Um, it was our hope that this is the festival that we would be premiering at. So, yeah, personally, I'm very thrilled. Oh, well, I don't blame you. And not just any film can make it onto the Tribeca list there. So I yeah. say congratulations. Well, okay, to talk a little bit further about the actual film, um, my synopsis and my words, a young alcoholic woman agrees to attend uh, an AA meeting with her partner, and then she unexpectedly runs into her mother, and that's when the fireworks start. So is that a pretty good interpretation for me? So since both of you are in the film, give me more that we can listen to. Yeah, um, I mean, that is the general premise. It's about, yeah, it's about a young woman who is um, struggling with, uh, yeah, her relationship to, to alcohol and she starts dating a woman that's sober and basically they've yet to have sober sex and that's a bit like concerning to the partner. So the partner, um, 
encourages Liv to attend an AA meeting with her, and um, Liv pretty re- pretty reluctantly agrees, um, but ends up going because she really likes this this person, this this new partner. Um, and that she's in the middle of staring at the AA meeting when um, her mother uh, steps steps on the scene and they kind of have it out in the meeting and then uh, leave the meeting and continue sort of the conversation about uh, wh- why it is that Liv is so upset about seeing her and, and what went down between the two. Yeah, that confrontation in the meeting kind of scared me. I was like, oh, my goodness, are they going to come to blows here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we really see this as a story about um, that really questions like what does it mean to heal and the choices and the ramifications of the choice uh, that people make in order to heal. And, you know, with conversations around sobriety and especially what happened with uh, between Liz and Judy as we see play out in the film, uh, people have to make difficult decisions in order to do what, you know, ostensibly best for themselves and this film really talks about kind of like the people both like left behind in the quest for sobriety but the people that also break that you find uh in the, the quest for sobriety now olivia you are the writer of the the script what was this based on the storyline is it somebody that you know personally or is this strictly fiction only or, or just how did this story come about yeah, um, I, I've been surrounded by a lot of a lot of different folks in my life that um, struggle with with alcohol addiction or drug addiction, and so um, you know I, I've actually been to my my fair share of AA meetings as a as a guest as a visitor. Um, yeah, I myself I'm not sober and I don't struggle with alcohol addiction, but a, a lot of people close to me um, have been impacted by it, and so it felt like something that was close to home and something I wanted to explore because I think about it a lot. Um, and I think a lot about how substances impact dynamics and relationships and impact their choices. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a very personal story to me. You know, the exact premise is not something that's happened, but all, all of the elements are very personal. Now, is this the first time that the two of you have worked together on a film? Uh, yes, yeah, our first time. Okay. Um, but we've been friends for many years, and this project definitely brought us closer together. But it's been like a really beautiful process collaborating with Olivia. Yeah, I um, I've always wanted to work with Erica. We're, we're friends. We're we're two very proud queer women, and that kind of brought us together. And um, we've been talking and sort of trying to figure out something to work on. And I said I had something I was working on, and I felt like Erica would be a really good fit for it. And when I brought it to her, she had really super incredible, insightful notes that really helped the project along and brought it to the next level. And so we we thought the collaboration would would work really smoothly, and it absolutely has. She's a, a dream director and a dream human. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> that is. Yeah. <laughs> that is so good. And I promise I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it definitely sounded very genuine. And it's so good to see <laughs> that the friendship is still intact. It sounds like it's even stronger than ever, because as we all know, sometimes these things don't work out with <laughs> friends and relatives, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. It's, you know, it can always be a challenge going into a project with someone that, uh, yeah, that you have a relationship with. I mean, I think 
Eric and I were friends. We weren't like, this has just brought us way closer. And it's so exciting to realize that you have like a long-term collaborator in someone. I think we're both, um, we're both pretty outspoken, stubborn people. And, and, you know, we, we came, you know, I, I wouldn't even want to say we came up against challenges. That's, that's even too, uh, intense a term, but anytime we had a, sort of a difference of opinion in the editing room or anywhere else, we were able to really quickly resolve things and and able to handle that super smoothly. And so, you know, I think one of the biggest takeaways from this project is just like knowing that I have a future collaborator for life and that, you know, I know that kind of sounds corny, but it's so true. Like I, um, I, I love working in partnerships. I think I tend to thrive in them. And Erica is definitely like, you know, my long-term collaborator and that's like a very thrilling thing to walk out of a project with that is that really is now how long did it take even though i know this is a film short and sometimes those little boogers can take a long time to shoot but in this case how long did it take to for this one uh we shot this whole thing in two days um it's actually a very fast yeah it was a very fast turnaround i mean when you're doing um short films unfortunately there's budgetary uh so we only could afford two days, but it was great. I mean, we had an excellent cast and an excellent crew that really everyone knew that this was going to be a hustle. And uh, we kept it under 12-hour days, both days. So uh, we also didn't uh, work them too hard. But um, And we actually had a pretty fast turnaround. I mean, we stopped the film in November of last year and then submitted to Tribeca in February and are premiering, you know, in uh, the weekend. So all in all, it's been Western six months. That is fast, considering the size yeah. of you know it's Tribeca Film Fest. That's very fast. That's very good. Yeah, we were very targeted, and we knew that okay, here are dates. Like we are shooting right before Thanksgiving break, and we worked uh, really, really fast. Um, but also, you know, we didn't rush the edit or anything. But we knew that we had this full of premiering at Tribeca. It felt like the perfect festival for us. So we uh, were able to uh, finish by then. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I, I've saw, I saw the film twice. The, the two characters is, is it? Am I correct? Is that they did not, they have have not had sex yet because they were wanting to have sober sex? Did I get that right? So I think the um, you know, and it's not totally like. Clear and I think, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, I think the premise is that, I mean, the premise is the way I intended it was that they have slept together, but, mm-hmm. you know, I guess sometimes, at least in my experience, like the first time or a couple times you sleep with someone, like mm-hmm. there might be alcohol involved, there are nerves. Um, and then I think, you know, the next couple of times, like the character of Liv was still needing alcohol a lot to, to, you know, be intimate with this person. And I think that's that's when it started to raise like a red flag a little bit for, for Marty, her, her girlfriend. Um, and so, yeah, they have slept together, but I think it's something where Marty is starting to realize, Oh, this person might not be able to do this without alcohol. And that's concerning to me because I want to be able to, especially as a sober person, be able to have sober sex with my partner. You know, um, I think Marty for her, her journey too, it's like, wow, I really like this person, but like, Am I going to be able to be with this person if this is the spot in her life where she's at? So I think this is like a this is a big high stick situation in some ways for Marty as well. And it's like, you know, this will be telling in terms of the trajectory of, 
they're dynamic. So I think the stakes are pretty high for everyone, even though it's, you know, it's a, it's a small film, but um, it's, uh, it's a big deal for everyone involved. I'm really, I wanted to make sure I had, I understood that because I'm really happy to know that that element is, is brought out because, oh my goodness, how many of us have met people and we thought that they were the greatest or whatever, but they had problems. And then when you it's like, it's like, okay, once they get over their problems or whatever it is, are they still going to be this great person that we thought we really fell in love or fell in like with? And I'm just, I'm glad that the film, the characters kind of touch upon that. That's really good. Oh, good. I'm glad you think that. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Um, I, 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 a little more because I like how you put it there too. It's like, I think that, you know, I, I as a person who have been in relationships and presently in a very long-term relationship, you know, like, I don't think you can ever uh, ask for perfection. You know, you can ask for your partner to work on things, but there's always going to be stuff to work on. But it's a matter of like sort of um, determining what that line is, you know, like where where can you ask for, for that person to go a little farther and where do you sort of have to accept the humans for who they are? I think in this case with, you know, Marty, her partner, and then Liv, it's like, well, this is a big, this is a big thing for Marty because alcohol and alcoholism, her own sobriety, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. And I think the hope is that like, if, if, if Liv is to get sober or even if that's not the goal, if the goal is for her to, you know, decrease her alcohol consumption, like, is that, is she still going to be the fun person that Marty uh, was interested in initially, is she still going to be someone that is easy to date? Yeah, like all mm-hmm. of those questions are very much in play and, and you know, uh, very much worth exploring. So, Oh, yeah. I Believe me, I, I could personally relate to that. It's years ago, met somebody, and when they really got clean and sober, they turned out to be the biggest jerk. Huh. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs>
I love this. Oh, fantastic. Great. So glad to hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. we'll see you back here in 2024. And you, yeah. you are more than welcome to come back and we find out the further <laughs> adventures of Marty and Liv. You know, do they get yeah. married? Do they buy a dog together? I mean, what happens? You know? Yeah. <laughs> together. Who knows? Yeah. Such as that. So, okay. But for now, is there a particular website or any Instagram uh, handles for the film or what? Yes, there is an Instagram handle. Let me just double check that I have it right. Um, it's, uh, let live underscore film. Yeah, sorry. It's let live, uh, all lowercase, let live underscore film. And that's live, L-I-V. Okay. We got it. Okay. And finally, uh, what's next as far as projects for each of you? Um, I uh, created, co-created and directed uh, this docu-series called The Lesbian Bar Project uh, that we did with Roku um, last year. And we are uh, doing our first international episode filming in Germany this summer. So that should be out sometime uh, early next year. Oh, wow. How exciting. Okay. Cool. Isn't yeah, that's a really, to, to plug Erica again, uh, the project like a really important project. They had a wonderful three-part series on Roku that they get to take overseas, and it's super informative about uh, the lesbian. I mean, the 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 iteration that exists right now is super informative about lesbian communities and queer communities, trans communities all over the United States. Um, just very proud of Erica for doing this. Oh, yes, but, um, congratulations on that! I see where it received a GLAD uh, recognition award. So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That was uh, really cool. Yeah, we um, got that earlier this year. Okay. And Olivia, what about you? Oh, for me, you know, like Erica said, we're actually like pretty hard at work developing the feature version already because um, we're also hungry for more. And then I have a couple of um, films and, and pilots that are in development and doing my comedy thing. Uh, I do a bunch of stand-up around the city, so just continuing to, to focus on that and, and try and get this, this feature off its feet, hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later. That's great. Well, it sounds like the both of you are more than busy, and uh, <laughs> and it's good that you've come together for this new film, Let Live. And once again, yeah. tell everybody the exact screening time location for June 11th. Yes, so it is at 5.45 p.m. on Sunday, June 11th at the the Village East Cinema in Manhattan. Okay, so if people are hanging out in New York, New Jersey, coming over to New York side, see the film, meet the the star and the filmmaker and the director and the writer of Let Live. And so both of you, thank you so much for chatting with me. And we've got a date next year about this time for the full feature of Let Live, okay? Oh, yeah, you bet. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I also just want to add, uh, Tribeca does virtual screenings. Oh. So because our screening, uh, it's fortunate and unfortunate, we did sell out. Um, rush tickets are uh, potentially available, but uh, we are screening virtually through Tribeca. So you can find information on Tribeca's website about virtual screenings as well. Oh, you sold out. Oh, congratulations again. Oh, okay. so yeah. wonderful. Oh. We sold out in yeah. under three minutes, which is very exciting, but also wow. slightly disconcerting because many of our crew did not get tickets. So oh. we, uh, <laughs> so it was uh, definitely very exciting, but, um, 
but we hope we hope we screen at other festivals. We will screen at other festivals. We'll keep everyone posted. Oh, Erica, Olivia, that is so good. To, that just melts my heart when I, because I know how difficult, even, again, even film shorts, that's a lot of work that the youth filmmakers do to, to put these films together. And when I hear this film sell out at a film festival, I'm just so delighted. I'm just so happy for both of Aww. you. That's so Thank nice. Thank you so much. That's Thank so you. Nice. So very nice. Thank you. And you know what else? That also shows you the demand and the interest in the film. So as you're putting the big feature film together, you know it's going to be a hit already. Oh, we certainly yes. have. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, okay, so people do not have an excuse. Uh, the film is available virtually. Just go to the Tribeca Film Festival's website. And if you are in New York, well, I guess you'll just have to stand in line, and maybe if you can get into the party, if you know the right people, uh, you, can, yes. <laughs> you can get in that way. Yes. Okay, well, well, again, I look forward to chatting with both of you, hopefully this time next year, to talk further about the adventures of your two main characters there. Thank you so much. Okay, take care and have fun this coming weekend. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.